As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Good morning, afternoon, Dom. It is afternoon for me. I know it's tricky, <laughs> isn't it? The time difference. It's like, I don't know why it can't just be the same time everywhere. It doesn't make any sense. I know, right? And especially go. with daylight savings time. It's just all over the place. Who knows what's I know, going on I know. I can't even Did we go back? No, we went yeah. forward. Oh, God, I can't remember. I think you went back, but you went back like a few days after we did over here. And so it's just, it's all a kerfuffle. It's very confusing. Very unnecessarily confusing. I have a watch upstairs somewhere that... um has the world time on it so it i can adjust it and i can see what the time is in other time zones which is super useful but i have to keep it in the correct time as well and if i don't do that then it's just useless so well that's brilliant uh, some may say magical yeah <laughs> um speaking of speaking of indeed what are we diving into today let's have a little look see it's um season two episode six entitled the iron sisters this e- this aired on my birthday oh no way it did yeah February 6, 2017, written by Alison Reimer, directed by Michael Roll. I don't know why I just called him Michael. It says Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we all called him Mike, but I just added yeah. Michael. Sorry, Mike. Directed by Mike Roll. What are we in for, Kat? What are we getting into today? Let's see. Isabel's secret may be revealed. Clary and Isabel head to the Citadel looking for answers. To help get answers to what Valentine may be planning, Isabel and Clary are sent on a mission to visit the Iron Sisters. Once there, more truths may be revealed than Izzy and Clary planned. On a mission of their own, Simon and Maya are determined to find Luke, who is still missing after the demon attack at the Institute. Meanwhile, Magnus and Alec finally go on their first date. So much happens. So much happens. Wow. So what are you doing in this episode? I- Nothing. I was just thinking that. I guess I do nothing this episode. I remember there. I we did a deleted scene with Alyssa, oh. which was awesome because she played Lindsay, and we had this whole sort of weird 
flirty scene on camera, which is really good fun to do because she's a great actor. Um, but it got deleted, yeah, sadly. Great. So I think, I think, Alyssa, you're not alone. I think both of our scenes got deleted from this. Might be the this might honestly be the episode. Let me scan forward a little. There's me. I think this is weapons cleaning. You doing not it? to do something. I think this is weapons cleaning. I really do. I think that's what I do all episode. This was a light episode for me. But it's dull. Like, you guys were all off doing stuff. Like, where did you fit? We'll get to it. But, like, I, yeah. the, you weren't even in Toronto, I don't think. So I was just, like, a week and a half just sort of on my own. We Well, at least some of us were. Emerald and I were. We were at that castle up north of the city where they also filmed a lot of the X-Men movies and the Rocky Horror Picture Show remake and a lot of other things. Really? Um, it's just this, yeah. And the new uh, Gotham Knights on the CW, I think, shot there a lot. It's a, uh, it's this one castle that's up, sort of up in the kind of fancier part of the city, a bit north of yeah. where we lived. Interesting. I am in this episode like three <laughs> percent. I just, <laughs> I just whiz past the whole thing. I'm barely in it. Um, so we get to admire everyone else's performances, which I'm really looking forward to. Fabulous. Insanely jealous that I'm not in this episode, but there you are. Oh, here's a here's a little book to screen uh, tidbit. So Lisa Berry, who we adore from Supernatural and everything else, uh, also one of the loveliest human beings I've come across, she plays Sister Cleophas, who in the book, Sister Cleophas is Luke's mother, but in this, we've made it Luke's sister. I think they just like the name Cleophas better, to be honest. Yeah. To be honest, I think that's entirely fair. Um, what was her name in the book? Uh, her name in the book was Amatis. Hmm. Also pretty good. Also pretty solid. I know. Shadow hunters just have badass names, I gotta say. Yeah, we do have good names. Wasn't one of these one of these I so the episode is playing now. Um and they're doing the big wire work fight scene. Wasn't one of yeah. these women pregnant? <laughs> Am I losing my mind or was one of these women pregnant when they did this? No, I think you're right. But I think it might have been one of the stunt doubles. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't remember. But I remember I remember hearing about that. I don't know. But I just remember how excited Darren was about this fight scene yeah. and about how they'd planned it because they had to do the wire. I think this was one of the first times when we finally had our full green screen stage because they mm-hmm. had to do – they couldn't hang the wires in the castle, obviously, because it's an old castle right. and it's you know not safe to throw people around on it. But they uh, they were able to do it on our green screen and then transfer that giant stunt with them clashing in the air because these what, we, what you're seeing here is all these women in white robes and it's a bit it's a bit confusing if you don't know but the Iron Sisters are basically like the warrior nuns of the Shadow World as it were mm-hmm. and they create all of our gear and garb and our weapons and all yeah. that fun stuff. They commit their entire lives to forging Adamus and to learning how to handle this supernatural metal because it kills demons. It's an angelically aligned element. I don't really remember this episode, if I'm honest. I, I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I'm on I'm on I-Core or E-Core duty throughout this, so I get to clean messy swords, and that's uh, that's it. Yeah, that's me. Oh, this is uh, this is the episode as well where Izzy's like, "Hey, Clary, do you want to come on mission with me? Not you, Jace." Mm-hmm. Yeah, why don't I get taken on this mission? Because you're on Ecor duty. Oh yeah, that's right. You're still in the doghouse. That's right. I'm in the doghouse. I remember. I remember. And I remember. we have our two favorite vampires having a conversation. Yep. I forget. Did Simon's mum meet Raphael yet? In, this is what's happening story? right now, actually. Yeah. This is the first he, uh, time that they've so met. Last episode, Simon told his mom, "I'm a vampire," and she laughed and was like, "No, mm-hmm. it's fine." And then Raphael showed up and has encantoed her. And yeah. goes, hey, I'm your band manager. Oh, that's right. There she is. 
great stuff. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. The dynamic between these three is always so good. Like they have this sort of constant air of like danger, like impending doom between yeah. the three of them. And they managed to make that last for like three seasons, which is crazy. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, of any of any scenario, the stakes are the highest there, arguably, because his mom's human. And it's at the blink of an eye, she could be gone. Not human anymore. Yeah. Stakes, pun intended. No, yeah, I know. That's what I was wondering if you were going <laughs> to jump on top of that one. And I was like, I'm going to leave it just in case this was an accidental pun. You do puns. You make puns. Make puns. Do puns. Perform puns so often that they're now seeping mm-hmm. their way into your subconscious everyday life. That's very oh my true. my God. The poor guys on your set. How many <laughs> 1870s puns have you found? Uh, very few. Maybe about five. And I don't remember any of them at the moment, but, but I've, mm. I've managed to find them. I, I was having a steak dinner once and I went like this. I sort of raised the steak above my head on the plate and they went, what are you doing? And when I'm raising the steaks, made me laugh. Wow. Did it make them laugh or they all tried to kill you yet? Uh, half laugh, half groan. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. You have someone tasting your water. Like every time someone brings you water, you're like, I don't know. I, this was a this was a heavy pun day. So I think they might try and poison me. Nah, not yet. I'm taking my chances. Mm, yeah, good for you. We tried. It just never took. I think we yeah. accidentally made you immune to a bunch of different poisons. <laughs> <laughs> She's dealing with the yin fen as well. When do we get to the yin fen thing? Oh, wait a second. We have Alder Tree and Isabel. So Clary and Isabel had mm-hmm. a scene where Isabel was checking in and being like, hey, are you okay? How you doing? Your mom just died. And Clary's going, no, I don't care. I have to stay on mission. And Izzy goes, I can take Alec. And Clary kind of snaps at her and says, no, Alec is in the doghouse too. Yeah. We do spend a lot of time in the doghouse. We now have a scene with Alder Tree and Isabel mm-hmm. where she goes, hey, I'm going on mission. Can I get some more drugs, please? Yeah. Um, mm. He's asking her in return for the Infen to spy on Clary because they're mm. afraid that Clary may also have demon blood. Mm-hmm. And planting a seed of doubt on Isabel's You're asking mind. me to spy on Clary. Spy? Oh my spy. God. Spy. You're asking me to spy on Clary for drugs. That's not ideal. That's not ideal. Not ideal, but Aldertree knows his, uh, his tactics. And Simon's moving back to the boat. And he's then. not wrong. I mean, he's wrong for like buying secrets with drugs that's a horrible thing to do but like <laughs> the the baseline of suspicion he's kind of correct about like we oh, i i came in to you the, my one scene in this episode i came into you i'm going to stop mentioning it probably at no point so just gear up because i'm going to keep bitching about the fact that i'm not in this episode at all i wonder if i pissed <laughs> someone off do you think i pissed someone off like i made someone cross at me and like mm. one of the writers maybe or someone and they were like fuck jace he's going to clean swords and that's it I don't think so. Not Allison, at least. Because Allison wrote yeah, this episode. Allison. Yeah, she doesn't seem very, she's I don't know. a sweetheart. I'm sorry Who if I upset that? you, Allison. And that's why I'm on this episode. <laughs> I apologize. Six years later, I apologize. Um, oh, it's it just keeps going. I need like a like a clicker to pause it yeah, when do. I stop paying attention. Or like, I feel like Samsung came up with an idea a while ago that if your if your eyes drifted off the screen, it would it would stop playing or you could like scroll with your eyes it would see when your eyes got to the bottom or whatever and it never really took off or maybe it did yeah. i don't have a samsung i don't know um don't know. none of that is relevant to the podcast that's just where my head is at i've had too much coffee and that's where i'm at hey listen I i've had multiple cans of this today so i'm just I'm is that rolling. white claw no it's celsius white claw at nine in the morning you keep me i have work in an hour <laughs> I, I listen i don't know i don't know how you get by everyone has a different a different vice whatever you need i get it you know, uh, mine is caffeine and apples, pretty much. Caffeine and apples, so it hasn't really changed. No, 
No. Speaking of what else hasn't changed, Simon is mm. stuck in the boat basin again and is calling Clary to check in. Not telling her what's going on, of course, because they're best friends. Why would they tell each other everything? It would make life yeah. so much easier. Yeah. But now they're he's now going on mission to find Luke. And mm-hmm. I'm going with Izzy. Oh, yeah, because Luke went missing at the end of the last episode. Yeah. And then and then appeared naked. Mm-hmm. Naked appearance. There's Joel LaBelle. Sassy LaBelle. <sighs> that a boy. He, this, I'm going to screenshot that face. This is the sassiest <laughs> I've ever seen him. I'm going to send that to him. This is so funny. That is my new favorite that's it's that's gonna be when he calls me that's what that's gonna look like oh so exciting yeah it's like what? oh what? what you're concerned about luke now what's going Guys, on honestly Why do you care? this relationship these relationships in general these like the, the sort of power struggle men it's all like very soft and in love and in taste but then also every now and then a little bravado gets into it love it i think it's absolutely brilliant i also love all the downworld politics and interactions that we get to see throughout the series. Mm-hmm. The shadow hunters are one thing, but the different politics between the different creatures and how they work and how they interact and the difference between the sort of ingrained mm-hmm. assumed differences and assumed feuds and then assumed, you know, the, the political ones. And then as the story complicates, yeah, how yeah, that changes. The, the difference in the political and the biological, I guess, right? Like the, especially with the werewolves and the vampires, mm-hmm. biologically are very different creatures that sort of survive in similar ways. So they ended up, I think if you were to look at it sort of from an evolutionary standpoint, they would almost be like competitors with each other, um, sort of living in the same sort of area. Yeah. And then the politics, the politics were taught, right? So there's like the instinctual rivalry and then there's the taught, the secondary rivalry. Um, Also, (laughs) Myers, Rini, Jane Eyre. Is that referenced? Is that of note to us? I think it's a book thing. It's a book thing? I think it's a book thing. I think Maya is reading that book, yeah. She's just, she's into books. Oh, I see. It's in the books of our show that she's reading that book. It's a book within a book. It's a book within a book. <laughs> we put a book within a book. Got it. Yeah. Do you have to get rights for things like Jane Eyre ever? I think Jane Eyre might be, what's it called? I don't know. I know what you're trying to say, like, and I also um, can't think of the word. Anyway, it's beyond, it's so old that it's no longer copywritten, I think. Got it, got it, got it. Well, there you go. Now, next we have uh, Naked Isaiah running through the woods. Mm-hmm. Looking at a deer, he's kind of hungry. He's gonna eat a deer for he's sure. Deer. Get you that venison. Is Are that a real deer? Eyes? No. Uh, no. But shout out to folks VFX for making. Yeah, I was gonna it say was. that looks awesome. Yeah. Oh, Isaiah, really going for it here with the contortions. Wow. Yeah. That's really something. Okay, the birds in the trees that kind of fly away as he hits. Mm-hmm. Do you think that was happenstance that they caught it, or do you think that's know. folks? I honestly don't know. I it's, I mean, if you got there early in the morning, you knew the birds were going to be there and you shot off like a blank or um, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like they do it for like pheasant hunting here. You've got like, they're called beaters. Yeah. I've never been pheasant hunting, but I hear tell that they've got beaters and you go and they've got like sticks and they bring the dogs and they bark and they make a lot of noise and then all the birds leave the trees. So I would assume that you could do something like that. But then I would also assume that there's probably some sort of legality of protection of these poor animals. Like first thing in the morning, they're just getting scared probably. shitless by someone trying to make a TV show. Doesn't seem I'm right just going to credit Philippe with that then. Yeah, let's say Philippe did it. That way nobody gets in trouble. Uh, ooh, Magnus is making a grocery list. By the way, I keep seeing clips of things. him in greys and he looks fantastic. I'm so freaking proud of him. Of course he does. Him. It's a hairy. It's strange to see him with his hair down though. You know, yeah. like we either saw him on set or he was wearing a hat. We very mm-hmm. rarely saw him. He loves a hat. So it was very rare that I saw him without a hat on. So it was like watching a different, it's like watching a stranger kind of who looks exactly like my buddy. It's interesting. He's a chameleon. 
oh, what I love about this, I called you in an emergency. I'm not okay because you're not okay. Oh, because yeah. Because he knows that Alec is upset because he accidentally he killed said. somebody. Because <laughs> he ripped someone's heart out. Understandable. With his bare hands. He's totally, yeah. totally fair. <laughs> Even if that was on purpose, I feel like you would say, like if you're the worst kind of person and you're like, yeah, today's heart ripping day, I feel like you'd still have some concerns about like that was a little much actually that one yeah that was a little yeah. like i never saw hannibal lecter rip someone's heart out you know what i mean, I mean although i guess he must have done he must have done i mean unless you're like you know ed gein or jeffrey dahmer i think you probably have a little bit of remorse agreed maya reaching out yeah what's she doing what's going on here she's uh she's checking out our fellow simon here oh i missed the boat basin that was one of my favorite sets it There's was a good set honestly like a full practical set as well. It just is what it is. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of there for three seasons. Mm-hmm. It was just like this little, it was because it's literally on the back of our studio. So for everyone who wasn't there, except for Kat and I, <laughs> for everyone listening who didn't come to the studio day after day for four years, studio, let's say, was like a big square like this. And then studio A was on this side and studio B was on this side. It's all in the same warehouse. And then behind it on this side, sort of there was like train tracks back here that were never really used except for when we were right there filming. And then the longest trains in the history of mankind would blow past us. There was like those towers, those big stacked towers that we call the raccoon towers because the family of raccoons lived up there. And then next to that was the boat basin. It was just this big like shed that they turned into a boat basin. There you go. That's the geographical layout of our studio. You're welcome. (laughs) Welcome to Shadowhunters Geography with Dom. Um, Simon and Maya have never met before and mm-hmm. he, she goes, wait, how do you know, how do you know Luke? And then a budding friendship is born as they, mm. uh, two fledgling downworlders go to find their adoptive father. Little, little lesson in werewolfing and little lesson in, uh, Simon Luke history. Humaning? Humaning. Vampiring. I guess. Dunno. I mean, yeah, you guys are on green screen here when you arrive at... Oh, yeah, 100%. We did this on green screen. I think we did this as a... You know those pickups we used to do at the end of the season? Mm. When we did a million little pieces of all the green screen stuff? I think that was one of those yeah. days. It was one of those. This is all I don't think we had the stage yet. I don't think we ended no. up with the full stage yet. And in fact, all of that's green screen. Those, the hands and that all that statue, that's all, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's all Philippe. Yeah, it looks great. Good job. And then they just appear. Welcome to a yeah. bunch of swords and spears to our throats. Just another power that we never really explain. We'd never really seen the spears before. Yeah. No, they end up being, if you remember, we use those in season three. They end up being the Sealy, the Sealy ones. <gasps> right. That's what they end up being. I remember because I had that, I had to stop one my forearm for a bit. <laughs> and like one of those things where you get to that stage of like of stunts where you sort of get a little cocky with yourself, which yeah. is where I was. And they were like, do you, want a, do you want an arm bracer? And I was like, do I want a fucking arm bracer? No way. Is Aaron wearing one? Is my stunt double wearing one? They were like, no. I was like, then no, I don't want it. But Aaron did it three times and I did it 40 times and didn't mm-hmm. think about it. So I had like a golf ball. It looked like it was hiding underneath my arms every time. And every time, because your adrenaline's going, your blood's going. And every time to the stunt team, I'm like, get, fucking, get in there. Go on, really go for it. Like, because you don't really feel it at the time. And then the next day, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so much pain. Anyway, that was those spears. We'll talk about that oh, much later. Much like that. Thank you for the audio example of your... Uh... Yeah, that's what that sounded like. Just <laughs> flesh on wood. But the wood was hitting me and I. what just happened there was I need my, uh, need my disc. Well, don't do that.
witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself, but we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work, and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the App Store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body, and I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I.com. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. While you're recovering from your wounds, let's go back to this episode. And the Iron Sisters are interrogating these ladies, trying to figure out why they're there. They're asking questions about Valentine, a lot of furtive glances. Because, yeah. oh, guess what? I'm Yes, I'm his daughter, but I'm not him. Jeez, Going Louise. in the truth pool, right? Soul yep. pool. What is it? It was cold as well. I remember you telling me this was cold, right? It actually wasn't so bad. We thought really? it was going to be freezing because we shot this in October. But, mm-hmm. you know, as you know, there's there's a difference in October in Toronto versus October in other places. And sometimes it's incredibly mm-hmm. warm, um, in which case this it actually was. And they they actually filled a, a physical fountain that existed there. Um, but, you know, it's supposed to be a pool that's five, six feet deep. Um, but this pool was maybe about two feet deep, maybe. Nice. <laughs> so we had to nice. pretend to be floating in this, you know, bottomless yeah. pit of a pool without hitting the tarp that was touching our feet. Sure. <laughs> so. Water scenes, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, just, a, just a little purity trial, which, you know, Clary and Isabel are both slightly worried about. It's like the COVID test of the time, you know? It's like you just go, mm-hmm. I don't think I've got anything going on, but I hope But nothing. it's probably worth checking out. Yeah, it's, it's worth taking worth the test checking. just for a second. Also, huge shout out to our construction team because they actually 
welded this uh, bridge that goes into the pool. Um, you see it for a brief moment before wow, it comes to the like scene the of you. Bridge? And yeah, the, the little step bridge that goes into the pool of the purity, clarity pool thing. Um, that was mm-hmm. built by our team from, from scratch. Wow. Mm-hmm. Solid work. Solid and work. And now, speaking of solid work, let's watch this scene between you and uh, Nick Sagar. Look at those two steely glances. Oof. God. Honestly, like, there was so much jaw tension in this one. It's wild from both of us. Both of us were going, like, oh, it's too much. It hurts. He's an intimidating man, is Nick Sager. Not I, when yeah. he's acting, not in real life. In real life, he's a big old softy. Yeah, but it's it's his eye contact and his focus is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that slap, that shoulder slap is Yeah, that was so... annoying. <laughs> wild. Oh, I remember th- I remember this scene. This is when they play pool. This is a good scene. Oh, yeah. Scene. Oh, this is Mac- Malik's first date. <gasps> yeah, and this is, yeah. I, mean, I we like We haven't this. seen The Hunter's Moon enough. We haven't seen it kind of hopping. We've seen it during the day when it's quiet. Yeah. We've really only yeah. seen it for the fight scene, I think. Look at cute little Alec on his first date being all nervous. Fun fact about fake beer on set. There's a scene later on with Anna, like much, much later on in the series with Anna, where we couldn't really get through it because Alberto was singing and he had his earwig in and which is a little a little speaker in his ear so when he's supposed to stop when the music stops and the music didn't stop so he just kept singing but everything else sort of the action had started moving so we kept laughing and whatever and we had to anyway long story short it was was not Alberto's fault but we had to keep drinking the beer so I kept drinking the beer and kept drinking the beer and it makes you really gassy I didn't know this at the time I thought I had appendicitis <laughs> I like I think I told Silic I was like dude I gotta go to my trailer and, and sort out some business and then graphic warning i farted like nothing <laughs> like it like it was like nothing that's ever happened in my entire life. i levitated for about 10 seconds it was nuts it was fully nuts so that's what fake beer does to you folks just so you know if you ever want to look at your actors and go oh look they're having a great time they're drinking chances are they've probably got some tummy pain so oh, it's not as fun no. as you think little insight into movie making for you Fake beer makes you fart. BTS secret for all of you at home. (laughs) Yep, yep, Uh, yep. I'm running out of BTS stories is the thing. And now I got to tell the gross ones. Like I'm running out of nice family friendly BTS stories. And I'm going to have to tell the poop ones now. Well, that's okay. I think they'll be appreciated either way. But I, I do have to say Matt and Harry and you as well are all very good at pool. So this scene mm. is quite well suited. They always seem to put a pool playing scene into any show. Yeah. We had one recently a few a few weeks ago here. And, what? Uh, yeah. Was pool a thing in 1870? Apparently. How they make those pool balls so circular? I don't know about all that. Okay. Or what do they make them out of? Wood, I assume. Isn't that what they're made out of? Now? Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. They probably would make them out of polished wood. You're right. That makes sense. Maybe. I don't know. I think they're limestone now. And I was like, I don't think they have, or like, they wouldn't be marble. That would be too expensive. I'm going to look it up. I do know little BTS uh, thing. When they do a pool scene on set, they also have little foamy rubbery balls mm-hmm. that are quiet. Because so if you're doing dialogue while you're shooting pool, it doesn't go over everything. Phenolic resin. Cool. So there you go. And originally they were made out of ivory, I think. And obviously wow. we stopped doing that because it was grim um, to do with poaching. But yeah. Somebody's rich in Texas in 1870 if we have a uh, It seems ivory that way, yeah. We got you some ivory in 1870. Good Lord. All right. Also, this Malik date is adorable, and I love... It's so cute. They do such a good job with each other. They really do. You can just watch it all day. I just want a whole episode of that. Yeah, spinoff. 
ah, and then the awkward car ride when you barely know someone and yet you're trying yeah, to... Yeah, in a car that smells like gas. Although, actually, I think <laughs> by season two, they kind of fixed that a little and it was less toxic. Um, is that true? I, know, I, again, don't really ever spend... I spent like one day in it in season three when we had like yeah. a, a Scooby-Doo well, murder mystery mission. Yeah. yeah. But I don't remember. I think it still smelled like gas. I just think it had yeah, aired out a bit over three years. It's, yeah, right. Like, yeah, <laughs> we just left it left it somewhere. But that's, I mean, there's a leaking something in there for sure. And it's yeah, leaking yeah. just like gas fumes into the body of this truck. God, I love that truck. I want, he should have bought it. I know. One of these days we're going to be watching a movie or a TV show and it's going to be there. And there gonna, it will be. <gasps> it's the, we're going to be yeah. on set again in Toronto and using the so same they're just going to wheel out our old car and Alberto yeah. god imagine like I was thinking about this earlier in the boat basin I don't know if we spoke about did we speak about pocket cookies when we had him on we no, talk about pocket cookies no so we Alberto cookies. and I especially we would at lunch we would steal as many cookies as we get our hands on and then we would put them in the pockets of our costumes so like you know, in between scenes, you're like, you want yeah. a pocket cookie? And you just open your jacket like some weird, like shady, <laughs> like watch salesman down an alley. You'd be like, you want a pocket cookie? And you'd open yeah. your jacket and there's like a different variety. The issue with that is, is we very often forget at the end of the day, take our costume off. Then I get my costume back and it's been washed or it's just been in the rain or like it's been out. It's been whatever. And there's like a melted, disgusting mush of like old cookie that's been there for weeks and weeks and weeks, um, which is my fault. It's uh, my doing. So again, pro tip for you set guys, make sure you eat your pocket cookies. It's make true. sure waste not, want not. Make sure you eat your pocket cookies. Otherwise, mm. you're going to end up with gross, soapy flavored dough. Ew. Ugh. Did you ever eat yeah. an old pocket cookie? Did you ever not make when it was a, I ate an old one, definitely. Yeah, where I, would, I either thought it was a fresh pocket cookie that I got from that lunch or curiosity got the better of me. And I was like, I got to try. I got to try. I got to see if it's still good. I got to see if Torontonian cookies will stand the test of time. Um, no, they don't. It was <laughs> good to know. Word to the wise. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and we get to hear a nice little backstory about uh, how Claire and Simon met. How can you not fall in love with Simon, honestly? I know. <laughs> I love the way she says Jace Wayland. <laughs> I know. So rude. So rude. <laughs> so mean. It of just her. says it all. Listen here. That's enough out of you, Maya. Who goes to 10 the first time they meet someone and just beats the shit out of someone? You know what I mean? She threw me through a window. I didn't even know the girl. I mean, she did think, you know, there was something going on. Think, but I didn't. She acted on thoughts, but not facts. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Not saying that I'm the bad guy in that situation because she definitely lost her friend and I was definitely involved in some way. But Mm -hmm. if she'd have let me explain, which she did nay, she did nay let me explain and I got thrown through a window. (laughs) Very true. What a show. We're back at a date. Does he get drunk in this episode? I think is this, this is the one where he's drunk? drunk Alec. That's right. Because he, doesn't he say, don't they do the numbers thing? Isn't that what happens? <gasps> oh, this is the numbers conversation, isn't, isn't that it? This? I think we're just about to get to it right now. Yeah. Oh, you guys are sharply dressed. These are, they're very like bridesmaidy, but you would look beautiful together at someone's wedding dressed in these. Oh, we, you know what's funny? We actually took a picture in the castle um, like the Shining Twins. In, mm-hmm. in these dresses. <laughs> well, you just ruined that aesthetic for me. Now all I can see is the Shining Twins. Like what I Sorry. saw is my two friends who look fantastic and then you just fucking ruined that for me and now I see a horror movie. And you know what? I don't want my mind to be changed. You've just ruined it forever. That's what I'm going to see when I look at you and Emerald, whether you're together or individual. I'm just going to see horror movie from now on. 
I thought that's what you saw anyway when you looked at me, Dom. No, no, I care about you guys. (laughs) Or used to. Oh, goodness. Again, Folksy FX is just killing it in this episode with Mm -hmm. all of this. And how pale am I? Oh, my gosh. I had not seen the sun in so long. A lot of studio work. A lot of studio work there. Oh, man. Though we can see your abs through the dress there. Solid work. The hard work with Nuno is really paying Thank off. There. Yeah. Thanks to Nuno on that one. You had a full, a full like Kira Knightley atonement moment coming out of out of there. Solid work. Worked hard for that one. You can see both of your hands on the floor of the pool, though, which is funny. You can see <laughs> no, both of your hands on the pool. Up, yeah, off the, off the ground. Ah, oh, shit! Why did it go like all black and bubbly? Yin Fen. Oh, because she's on. She's she, there. She's on the Yin Fen. That's right. Mm-hmm. So she had to almost drown. The Iron Sisters are doing zero to help. Zero. They are doing no help. Water scenes, Claire's man. like, I'm not letting my friend drown. I don't care about mm-hmm. you nuns. Let's go. Ugh. Being, in a water, being in water in scenes is fun for the first two takes. Yep. And then it's dreadful. Absolutely I dreadful. used to joke with the writers because every single season they would do something to me with yeah. water, whether it was this or the rain in season one yeah. or the ice skating or the underwater in, you know, season two and three. It always made yeah. me laugh. I'm like, what, what you, what you throwing at me this time? Let's go. <laughs> well, I mean, we were in a, we were submerged in a pool. Mm-hmm. Like you were at the bottom with weights on your feet and I had to dive yeah. in and come and get you. That's, that's like a semi-scary experience as well. Then you're sort of getting to the point there and like we were well looked after and we had divers and this, that and the other, but you are getting to that point there of like, what if something goes wrong here? If something goes wrong in a stunt, you get punched in the face and, you know, something happens. It's a fairly minimal and very healable, but like we're literally underwater. If yeah. something goes wrong here, you got 40 seconds, about eight seconds for me because I was smoking at the time. So it was about eight seconds for me and then I'm just <laughs> unconscious. <laughs> yeah. I had the lung capacity of like a tree frog. I don't know, just something small. Oh, you did all right. They did that breath test with us. You I did, did do. Okay. I did do okay. Thank you. That's sweet of you. Yeah, I felt like I did pretty good, but I was. I was. It still wasn't great, considering my lung capacity wasn't great. But there you go. What did we miss? Oh, they accused Izzy of something, and she's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." Oh, they. Oh, she's oh. Like, they just. They just healed me. Oh, you didn't know that Yin Fen was made out of vampire venom. She's like, "No, I didn't know that." Ah, mm-hmm. oh, shoot. The betrayal. My goodness. Can't vampires see in the dark um, and werewolves see in the dark? You know, you would think maybe he still has some, you know, carryover human habits. Old old mm. habits die hard, you know? Old habits die and hard. they both were yeah. human for a while. That's true. Also, both the actor Alberto and Alicia are not werewolves nor vampires, so they can't see in the dark. So this might just have been a little movie magic. I guess we didn't safety. have the budget to fly in real werewolves for this. What? I know. <sighs> Travesty. Know. I know. Oh, look at that eye contact, a little friendship. Yeah, forming. communicating. Oh, we get a little Maya flashback too. Oh, and young Luke yeah. as a patrolman in his uniform. Dude. Oh, I remember reading this. This scene made me cry in the table read. This is a cool episode. I love with the flashbacks on our show that they're not, like in season one, they were a bit more stylized because it was mm-hmm. you know Luke telling a story. But with the way they yeah. do the flashbacks now, it's it's slightly different, just enough. There's a bit of a hue, mm-hmm. but it still feels like our show. It doesn't pull you out. Yeah, I'm with you. I Sometimes I feel like it's it's kind of cheating when you watch a flashback and it's like in black and white. And we're like, we get it. I understand. This is yeah. not current events. Like I understand what's going on. Unless it's an in- integral part of the story that ends up sort of lining up with the black and white. Uh, Memento is a good example of that. But like, 
sometimes I feel like it's cheating. Sometimes I feel like, yeah, you've done this with the storytelling and the performers are doing it and we don't need it to be sort of spoon fed as much. I don't know. But she's doing, wow, she's doing a great job in this scene. Ugh, Alicia, you break my heart. Heartbreaking. They all do such a good job with their physicality. All the mm -hmm. folks who played werewolves on our show. Yeah, you're right. It's just individual enough, but just just has a through line enough that they're all the same creature, mm -hmm. but they're all individual personalities within that creature as well. And they do do a great job with this physicality. Congratulations, guys. And shout out to Nancy for this wig on Alicia. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you wouldn't have known. Yeah, there's no way. It's awesome. Oh, now we're back in the woods and back to the date. Oh, this is the numbers conversation. This is the numbers conversation. Who says I'm weirded out? He's like, he goes, I'm a virgin. It, uh, what? Hmm. Wait, he knew he was a virgin. Virgin shadow hunter. I energy. thought it was a joke. I always thought that was a joke. Oh. And it was meant to both get Alec there and piss Jace off a little. I always thought that that line was, was him kidding. Okay, that makes but sense. But also, maybe not. I don't know. It's, it, the, I, the only real people to ask about that would be Matt and Harry. It's true. It's maybe the writers. Who knows? I just, all of the Malik conversations are written so beautifully. It's, mm -hmm. it's such a healthy relationship. And the way they mm -hmm. just handle things and talk things out, it's so nice to see. Yeah. I think it's why so many people fell in love with them. And a lot of it, too. I mean, the writers did a good job. But Matt and Harry had so much input on this and really yeah, finessing it. Yeah. How many? Here we go. <laughs> to be fair, that's a big number. I mean, he's been alive for 600 years, though. All right. Let's do the maths on this real quick. <laughs> I'm just curious now. So 600. Oh, yeah. That's fair. Hmm. What's yeah, the number? I'd say that's fair. I'm not going to say because I don't, I don't think that you. if you feel like you want to do that math out there, then fine. But I don't think discussing people's sexual or romantic pasts is necessarily appropriate and it's not something i want to encourage necessarily either there you go but i was like i saw a number and i was like i kind of get it either yeah. i did my maths wrong or he's a handsome dude and that makes sense look suffice it to say none of that matters because they're Agreed. in love and that is you know they're committed to each other and past doesn't matter at that point yeah what matters is the relationship you're in Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself. But we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work, and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the App Store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body, and I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I.com. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Man, speaking of relationships you're in, Jace is in a very committed relationship with these rags and the e-core. Although that leather apron looks really good on you. Thanks. Yeah. Works for you. Honestly, sometimes because the, the costumes are in such, there's there's such a, a, an aesthetic to what we were wearing. So they're very similar for a lot of it. Just sometimes wearing something completely different is fun. Like it's mm-hmm. just a fun, like I'm just wearing an apron. And you're like, oh, this is a cool, weird bit of costume that I get to like play around with and just, you know, mess with and whatever good fun and we get to have a little fight here i don't know i can't remember why he's playing this to me just rubbing it in yeah i think he likes his little power play yeah i just think alder think tree so yeah, really enjoys it yeah that's fair i the i don't know if it's age man but i agree with him in this conversation not in a lot of what he does but in this conversation i kind of get it like is he getting a kick out of it or is the real reality like his job's to keep shadow hunters safe and to do that they need to know everything about their shadow hunters you know what I mean? Like if you were a Marine and someone lied on their form and like said they didn't have epilepsy or something and you're out on patrol and one of your guys has a fit and you're like all of a sudden with a guy down who has a, a machine gun in his hand or something like that, like there's a danger. I think you need to be responsible enough to tell the people around, even if we were on set as actors, if we were on set and we had like an issue that would potentially endanger other people or their jobs or their livelihoods or their physical safety or their mental safety. Yeah, I think it's your responsibility to tell them, right? Yeah. We talk about trust all the time. I think I sort of get what he's doing here. Oh, I love this scene with Lisa. Luke's family trying to care about him. Yeah. I love that Clary just keeps finding family throughout this. It's it's a really nice yeah. thing as someone who felt yeah. so alone in the it's, world. You know what it she is? She keeps picking them up. It's because none of these new people talk to any of the old people. Because what we'd say <laughs> in reality is like, don't trust me. Save yourself. Run away. Whatever you can do. Don't join this fucking team. Yeah. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Like, and anyone with, you notice the guys who have foresight, like the silent brothers and stuff, they will fucking keep their distance. They're like, yeah. peace out, man. We're going to hang out in this like skull ridden, horrible, but equally gigantic and kind of gothically beautiful basement. That's where we're going to stay because we know what happens in the future. And fuck that. We don't want any part of it. Exactly. Oh, and then I forgot we get this little um, 
tutorial magic on mural. the magic mural with the uh, mortal instruments. Yeah. Which we have not seen up until this point. No, have we haven't even really talked about the mortal instruments. Like, I think this is sort of the first time we're gearing up the end of this season for the first time in this. But I don't think mm-hmm. we've even really talked about what the mortal instruments are. Sword, the mirror, and the cup. Oh, now we're back with Luke. Come on, Luke. You got this. Hold it together, man. Keep it together. Makes you wonder how many times, you know, when you're camping and you hear something in the woods, you just kind of go, werewolf? Yeah. Well, is that werewolf? Don't know. Don't know. Regular wolf? The wolves look so good. Oh, my God. The teeth. I think that was one mm-hmm. of the only times he got to use his teeth. Mm-hmm. I think that might be the one shot. Because then they made Joel use them later. Yeah. Poor Joel. <laughs> oh, man, this wolf. Simon is always the one when somebody's having a problem to go, hey, I'm going to talk you down from this right now. Mm-hmm. He just steps That's out That's a superpower. Front. That's what yeah. he's good at. Like, yeah. he's got the speed and the bloodlust and all that shit now. But, like, his real superpower is uh, his words. Mm-hmm. Like, Jace doesn't really get to experience that until literally the last episode. But he does. Yeah. He's like, hey, I'm going to tell you this beautiful memory. And completely... That's why he writes the graphic novel. Oh, so this was something that I... I didn't understand that they changed the mythology of how the sword works from the book. Okay. And in the book, the mythology is that it it is used as to to activate the the wish, but they made it in um our show that it was a weapon that could kill all downworlders. Mm. Um it was, I think, originally supposed to be a weapon that could kill all demons, but they expanded mm. it so that Valentine had a reason to use it to destroy the world. It's, you know, it's a it's a Ticking time bomb, in other words. Um, we changed the mythology, you know, sort of difficult to reconcile with the book in a lot of ways, but yeah, they made it work in the end, I guess. They made it work in the end. That's what matters. Speaking of, Clary's just finding out about this is the first no, this isn't the first time you use it. You this is the first time you show someone, right? Yeah, this is the first time I I show her the rune, but this is the first time I know what it can do and I or what the mortal sword can do. Oh look, Izzy's Mm. gonna Izzy's gonna uh, use the listening rune. The faraway listening room. The faraway listening room, yeah. The, the spying room. We just got one for everything. We, if only we had one for logic. Right. And maybe we wouldn't end up in all these problems. Communication, common sense. A common sense rune. The amount of times they asked us what rune we would like as our characters, and we were like, oh, one for wings or like whatever. We should say common sense. That's true. I think I'm going to start saying that. Yeah, 100%. Again, Folks VFX is killing it this app. Yeah, they've done a really, really good job with this. Yeah, because it's amazing how much, as actors, mostly because we know we weren't there, you can then sort of see the little bits of disparity between like our bodies and then the background or whatever, whatever the new thing is that's there. But I think what they do that's so good is really minimize those opportunities where you can tell the difference. Because there are some... Mm-hmm. Like even just me watching the show, they've been not this episode because I'm barely in it. Told you I'd mention it again. <laughs> um, but they, there are a few instances where I've watched the show and gone, I don't remember going to that place. Like I don't, I genuinely don't remember being there, and it's because I wasn't fucking there. Yeah. I wasn't there, and they just did a damn good job of making it look like I was there. Did a fantastic job. And then we have a lovely scene with you know the kids bringing Luke back, convincing mm-hmm. him slowly but surely, we need you. Truly, you're the only sensible adult in this show. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> but he does do a good job at losing it, Isaiah. He does, he does. I have a scene oh, yeah. of him later on in three. Oh man, like when he comes up when he like the hinges come loose. Fuck, like it's so good to watch. You get to learn a lot. Acting in some ways is kind of like sport. Like the best 
the best scene partners are the people who are better than you or you consider better than you or more experienced or are more versed in a certain area of whatever it is like it's like a tennis partner you're not going to get better unless you face someone who's better than you and sort Mm -hmm. of figure out like how to how to do that dance with them kind of thing and then like Isaiah that that scene in particular where he he starts to go off the rails in season three and was was able to sort of sit back and go wow holy shit like there's a bunch of things that I'm stealing (laughs) just like right in my (laughs) little bag of tricks I'm having that that's awesome oh and another good Malik scene Mm-hmm. Is this where he says stay? No, you're not two different guys. No, we got to get better at this. You and I, like when the good scenes come we on, get so we caught just up entirely watching. forget that we're doing a podcast. Like it, all the only yeah, thing that reminds Alec. me, I'm looking up at my at my iPad, and then I sort of yeah. see this. Like, and my instinct is to be like, oh wait, because it's in the way, and then I'm like, oh that's <laughs> right, I'm at work, I'm doing a job right yeah. now. <laughs> yes, and they kiss. Continue doing. Oh, Do they kiss? Just, they kiss. Yeah, I'm just sitting here oh. cheering because Alec is about to leave, and then he comes back and he's like, "No, I don't care. No. We're not too different. This is this is what's meant to be. They take effort, and I'm willing to do it." Sort of work, gents. That's all you want to hear from someone, you know? Oh, that's right. <gasps> I remember the ending of this. I remember the ending of this scene. Ah, oh, nothing like your brother coming to. Cock block you by turning up at your boyfriend's apartment. Oh, Jesus, Jace, what were you thinking? Well, you can't really go to the Jade Wolf. Can't go to the Jade Wolf. Obviously, can't stay at the Institute anymore. Wow, those are really Jace's two options. That's really quite <laughs> sad. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, unless you want to go to Raphael's apartment, but I really don't think. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I would be super welcome there either. Yeah, there's yeah. I, the Sealy Glades, probably not. Mm-mm. They're not a fan of us either. Mm-mm. Definitely not me. I forgot about this. This is the first time we see Clary get jealous. Because she walks oh, yeah. into the Jade Wolf and sees Simon and Maya. Yeah, you're right. Because we're still brother and sister at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, this goes on. That goes on for longer than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> this is from episode 11 of season one. I think it's all of season two. No. Is that true? <laughs> Until the very end. No, that's not true. That's not true because, no, wait. Uh huh. It's a good bit of season two. It's a yeah. it's a decent way through season two. Shit. Yeah, you're right. Because the midway yeah. through bit. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Wow. We really hung on to this storyline longer than we should. <laughs> I just spat everywhere. <laughs> I mean, to be this fair, this has been a good podcast for me. <laughs> that. Hopefully that video is not the one that we end up getting on Instagram everywhere. I think it should uh, I, be. I, I started it by talking about the world's <laughs> longest fart that I've ever done, and I'm ending it by <laughs> spitting all over myself. Good Lord. What I a mean, mess. To be fair, in the books, it lasts for about five books. I remember you saying this. Yeah, that's a, that's, it's, that's a lot. It's a lot. Because they find out at the end of book one, and I think it's not till book five or six that oh they find out. Does the audience, do, do the readers know? No. Have they found out? No. no. And they're like making out and stuff. Yeah, that's a that's a long time. That's mm-hmm. a long time for this. Because I sort of figured, like, at least if the reader knows, they're like, oh, it's okay, don't worry, you're allowed to be in love and just sort of fighting mm. these instincts or whatever. Mm. But they don't know either. Oof. No. That's no, a lot. No, it's not till, uh, because then, then, uh, Clary has a whole like the whole Clary Sebastian thing is a lot more mm-hmm. because you know there's it's still not Jace and Simon mm. is off on his own I think Simon and Isabel are together in the books at that point a more close mm. to it 
And then uh, she meets Sebastian and she's like, you sort of remind me of this guy that I loved, but he turned out to be my brother. So maybe I'll fall in love with you instead. Ain't that just the way? Now, Mm -hmm. I was just watching the last 30 seconds of this and I remember this scene happening either. And I'm not sure I saw what I saw. It kind of came out the corner of my eye. Did she get stabbed? Hold on. Sorry. I'm still in the scene with Isabel and uh, Aldertree where she's like, what the hell? Oh, yeah. I almost died. I almost drowned at the Citadel because he didn't tell me. And then he pulls information out of her because he's, again, holding the drugs. Yeah. He's so good at the subtlety of this, too. He just kind of holds it and looks at it. And yes, Cleophas does get stabbed because... um, No, no, no. It's the other one. It's not Cleophas. No, yeah. It's... It's... um, Magdalena. 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 Yes, that's what it is. Wait, does she stab her own iron sister? Yeah. Why does this happen? I think it's because somebody's threatening Clary. Oh, no, because she's a circle member. Oh, shit. Yeah, because Valentine's back. Fuck, I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't remember that happening at all. Luke's mom? Luke's sister. Woof. That's what I said, sister. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. just have an accent. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Well, on that note... Wow. Wow. We did a real good job there. I'm proud of us. Super proud of us. Man, highlights from this episode. What was your favorite part? Uh, Just my stellar performance in all the scenes that I was in. (laughs) I think that they really utilized my ability in this one. I think that's what it was. No, I like like the flashback. I think Alicia did a really amazing job in that. Uh, And so did Isaiah. That, You're right. that little bond and watching what someone goes through the night they find out was really quite harrowing. So that was probably my favorite part. I think. That's great. I don't know. I got to shout out folks VFX. I got to shout mm-hmm. out all of the the Malik date. Just makes my heart so the happy. Malik date was great. The Malik date was really, really and, good. And uh, hopefully we'll see a lot more of that in the future. Yeah, fingers know. crossed. We don't know. It honestly <laughs> turns out that like, there's whole chunks of this show that I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> Actual bits of it that I don't remember filming. It's so Absolutely. true. Like, it's this wild. episode, no memory whatsoever. And maybe it's because we didn't have a fight scene. Like if the because I can connect them to like the stunt or the fight or like whatever it was. No, that can't be true because they're uh, story points that I remember. I think it's just because I had sort of a fairly flaccid story in this one. I think also we were so busy and the pace got so quick. At a certain point, we That's were just true. in a in a routine and a machine. It happens to me on every series I do. Mm-hmm. I'll be watching it back and going, oh, I totally forgot this scene. Holy yeah. moly. Because it's so long. Do you block sh- we didn't block shoot on Shadowhunters, did we? No. no. We just didn't. No. It was episode by episode. Mm-hmm. Did you Do you block shoot on Walker Independence? We did on our first uh well, our two, episode two, three, and four, because we were mm-hmm. two and three had the same director, and then episode four, we were kind of waiting for our sound stages to be ready because they were still building our sets. Sure. So we had to kind of cross board some things. Got it. And, I, so you know. for for anyone who doesn't know, block shooting is when you take a chunk of whatever it is. So it's anything two episodes and above. So some block mm-hmm. shooting is episode one and two, uh, three and four, five and six, so on and so forth. Some of them is the first half of a season, the second half of a season, sometimes it's three episodes, you know, whatever. And it's a convenient way of scheduling things because you can put all of the bits in the same location in the same place. Mm-hmm. However, for an actor, sometimes that can be, especially when it's on a series where you do each episode is sort of a little chunk of the story, a little chapter of the story, that can get a little confusing where you're chopping backwards and forwards between these big plot points that happen at the end of episodes. And that can get a little trickier. So it's, it's sort of similar to how you would shoot a movie in its entirety. 
um, except you don't know how it ends because <laughs> the series is not written yet. So <laughs> There's we don't a lot know. more hours of uh, story that you have to remember at that point. Yeah. But yeah, speaking yeah. of hours of story, next episode is actually, mm. I think, one of our first um, big fight scenes together that you and I did all of. Really? Yeah, I think. Yeah. What episode is it? Why weren't 207. It oh. Which I think had something to do with a roof and some shale. Oh, shoot. And, Isn't that this uh, episode? what our camera operators would always outcry whenever there was a hard day on set is that very iconic moan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we should have had Glenn do it when he was on the podcast. That's true. We should have. It's also, yeah, it's the date with Sarah as well. Oh, yeah. The Jace Simon <gasps> double date. It was date. Jeff Shots episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm. I just finished working with Jeff Shots on Walker. Oh no way! Yeah, yeah. He came and did um did one of our episodes just a few ago, and he was so Amazing. brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Good great. To see him again. Um, anyway, on that note, looking forward to the next episode. We've got lots to talk about. Thank you all for listening. As always, take care. We'll be back next week. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening. Return to the Shadows is hosted and executive produced by me, Dominic Sherwood, and Catherine McNamara. Our executive producer is Ling Lee. Our senior producers are Liz Hayes and Diego Tapia. Our producer is Hannah Harris and Kristen Vermilia. And our intern is Sam Katz. Original music by Alex Kinsey, performed by Alex Kinsey and Catherine McNamara. And the episode was mixed by Seth Alansky. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. CNN.